your host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned into Biofuels Daily. It's Monday, January 13th. What do you do with a sick chemist? You can't heal him, and you can't cure him, and you might as well bury him. Now it's the day to stop stories. The first story of today is a review of the hydrogen fuel cell industry from 2019. 2019 saw shipments globally grow significantly to 1.1 gigawatts. Numbers grew slightly to around 70,000 units. The growth in capacity came mainly from cars. Hyundai with its Nexo and Toyota with its Mirai together accounting for around two-thirds of shipments by capacity. Unit numbers are still dominated by Japan's Farm cogeneration appliances at around 45,000 shipments. Large numbers of trucks and buses are now manufactured and shipped in China, though numbers deployed are limited by the availability of refueling infrastructure. But growth in China is uncertain, as policy changes are under discussion. 2020 looks like it will be an even bigger year, again dominated by Hyundai and Toyota. The Japanese fuel cell market is expected to also grow, partly on the back of the Tokyo Hydrogen Olympics. Korea is another growth story buoyed by its latest roadmap, which aims to shift large swaths of its economy to hydrogen energy by 2040. Elsewhere, much of the supply chain development is in heavy-duty vehicles, and big supply chain players like Cummins, Wuchai, and Michelin are making significant investments. Our second story today comes out of Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Air Products also known as APD on the New York Stock Exchange, announced today its largest ever investment in the United States in winning a long-term on-site business model supply agreement for a project with Gulf Coast Ammonia in Texas City, Texas. Air Products will build, own, and operate its largest ever steam methane reformer to produce hydrogen, which will be connected to and extend to approximately 700 miles. It's existing in the world's largest hydrogen pipeline system in the Gulf Coast. BOO, an air separation unit to supply nitrogen and will own and operate a steam turbine generator to supply power and other utilities to GCA's New World Scale Ammonia Production Plant. This is an exciting project that we are very proud to have won. When all facets of this project are combined, It sets a new high for air products investment, $500 million for one project in the United States. This project will showcase air products core strengths and capabilities supplying hydrogen from an SMR and nitrogen from an ASU and leverages our core industrial gas strengths in many ways, said Seifai Gesame, Chairman, President, and Chief Executive Officer of Air Products. Gesame added, in addition to this being our largest ever U.S. investment, the project also sets other air products milestones. It will feature the largest SMR we have ever built and will operate, the largest per day amount of hydrogen supplied to a single customer under one contract, and it increases the size and supply capacity of air products' extensive hydrogen pipeline system in the Gulf Coast, which is the world's largest. This is all successfully combined under a long-term contract for a project located in the United States. The project will meet or exceed all industry standards for safe production of ammonia, applies world-class technology in production and storage, and will be the largest single-train ammonia synthesis loop in the world when completed. We look forward to working with Air Products as a reliable long-term supplier of high-quality feedstock to our facility, said Ken Coy, President and Chief Executive Officer of GCA. 
GCA is investing $600 million in Texas City and creating new employment opportunities for Galveston County residents in the Texas City Reinvestment Zone. The pipeline segment of the project, which will transport hydrogen to Texas City, is targeted for on-stream in the second half of 2021, with the remainder of the facilities expected to be in commercial operation in early 2023. The approximately 175 million standard cubic feet per day SMR will include the addition of over 30 miles of hydrogen pipeline from Texas City to Baytown to be connected to Air Products Gulf Coast Pipeline System. The GCA project will use approximately 270 Sorry. The GCA project will use approximately 270 million standard cubic feet per day of hydrogen from the SMR and Gulf Coast pipeline. The hydrogen production plant will feature the latest technology to maximize energy efficiency and reduce emissions and includes optimal heat integration, which in turn lowers feedstock consumption. The plant configuration and deployed technologies support air products, sustainability goals of reducing energy consumption and emissions. GCA's ammonia facility, which will produce approximately 3,600 metric tons per day of ammonia, will also benefit from air product supply of approximately 90 million, sorry, of 90 million standard cubic feet per day of nitrogen from a new ASU to be built and operated at the Texas City site on property leased from Eastman, who has rights to purchase some of the ammonia and will also provide various site services to GCA and air products. In connecting Air Products' new SMR facility to its existing Gulf Coast pipeline, hydrogen customers will see a value-add in product supply reliability. With the investment to supply the GCA project, the approximately 700-mile hydrogen pipeline system will span from Texas City through the Houston Ship Channel in Texas to New Orleans, Louisiana, and supply customers with over 1.7 billion feet of hydrogen per day from 24 hydrogen production facilities. Pipelines offer a safe, robust, and reliable supply of hydrogen to refineries and petrochemical manufacturers around the world. In addition to the Gulf Coast Pipeline, Air Products also has hydrogen pipelines in California, in the United States, in Sonaria, Ontario, Canada, and in Rotterdam, Netherlands. Our third and final story of the day comes out of the International Renewable Energy Agency. Green hydrogen is projected to grow rapidly in the coming years as energy leaders from around the world meet for the 10th Assembly of the of the international renewable energy agency participants of a ministerial roundtable on hydrogen have identified hydrogen produced by renewable energy as potential key accelerator of the energy transition and enabler for a wide global decarbonization green hydrogen is gaining unprecedented political and business momentum with a number of policies and projects expanding rapidly around the world said arena's director general francesco la camera at the opening Providing the keynote to the ministerial, Fatih Barel, executive director of the International Energy Agency, or IEA, underlined the important role of hydrogen for decarbonization. He said, hydrogen can help overcome many difficult energy challenges. It can decarbonize hard to abate sectors like steel, chemicals, tuck ships, and planes. Hydrogen can also enhance energy security by diversifying the fuel mix and providing flexibility to balance grids. Ministers and business leaders continue taking stock of the progress of hydrogen from renewable power and discuss findings and implications in supporting the development of hydrogen from renewable power in member countries. 
Hydrogen is very important for us, said Yoshiro Matsuyama, Director General of the Energy Conservation and Renewable Energy Department of METI Japan. We want to make it a marketable tool for the future. For that, we need infrastructure and pipelines. Furthermore, hydrogen can be a tradable energy of the future. Ministers and business leaders continue taking stock of the progress of hydrogen from renewable power and discuss findings and implications in supporting the development of hydrogen from renewable power in member countries. Hydrogen is very important for us, said Yoshiro Matsuyama, Director General. We will, uh, sorry, many projects are under development to scale up production of hydrogen from electrolysis for domestic consumption in industry, transport, or for injection in the gas system. EU Energy Commissioner Kadri Simpson added, Hydrogen is a key instrument for meeting the Green Deal objectives and Europe is leading on its industry development. Further acceleration of efforts is critical to ensure a significant share of hydrogen in the energy system in the coming decades. Electrolyzers, the devices necessary to produce hydrogen using electricity and water as inputs, are scaling up quickly as technology continues to evolve and costs are projected to have in the coming decades. Participants of the Ministerial Roundtable agreed widely. Consent was, a broad, was broad that in addition to becoming the cheapest source of electricity in most countries around the world today, renewables, when used for electrolysis of water, may become the cheapest pathway to produce hydrogen. The UAE's Environment Minister, Dr. Thani Alzayudi, confirmed, <clears throat> with further investment, hydrogen production could become cost competitive in the next five years. In the UAE, we are building the region's first solar-driven hydrogen electrolysis facility. Our vision of hydrogen is to store large quantities of renewables, said Michelle Azelbert, CEO of NG's business unit dedicated to renewable hydrogen. We want to develop different types of solutions to increase the demand and scale the production of hydrogen solution together with complementary partners. Manuel Kuen, Siemens Middle East Senior Vice President for Strategy and Business Development, overseeing the, green, the Joint Green Hydrogen Pilot Project in the UAE, commented, we target decentralized and large-scale application. It's important to leave the pilot phase and scale up projects that are viable. Ministers concluded by underlining RENA's role in supporting the development of hydrogen from renewable power in member countries. IEA's Faith Burrell said that we need to build a grand coalition and work together with all countries and stakeholders of the world. Cooperation between IEA and IRENA will be a key in these regards. So far, IRENA's work on hydrogen from renewable power focuses on assessing the role of green hydrogen in the energy transition and an enabler to integrate higher shares of renewable energy in the power sector. To this end, in 2018, IRENA released the Hydrogen from Renewable Power Technology Outlook for the Energy Transition Report, which gives an overview of key sectors for renewable-based hydrogen uptake and the production of hydrogen through electrolysis using renewable power. In addition, the latest Hydrogen, a Renewable Energy Perspective report released in September 2019, expands on the previous report, bringing insights about strategies to accelerate the development of competitive hydrogen from renewables and highlights the rapidly increasing activity on green hydrogen in many countries. So, let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening and remember to always go green.